Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 24th of August, let's begin with updates from the city. The Karnataka government allocated rupees 15 crores to Himachal Pradesh Disaster Relief Fund for addressing rain-related damage. Chief Minister Sukhvinder Singh Sukhu expressed gratitude to Karnataka CM Siddharamaya, emphasizing the importance of assistance during this crisis. He urged the public and organizations to contribute generously to aid those affected by landslides, floods and cloudbursts. In other headlines, Karnataka's Housing and Minorities Welfare Minister Zamir Ahmad Khan revealed plans to increase loan amounts for meritorious minority students from Rs 3 lakhs to Rs 5 lakhs. The announcement was made while introducing schemes for 2023-24 by the Karnataka Minorities Development Corporation. Additionally, he inaugurated subsidies for unemployed individuals to purchase four-wheelers, skill development training under Shrama Shakti and a 50,000 rupees loan scheme for widows, unmarried and divorced women. In some more news, the Karnataka High Court emphasized that punishment cannot exceed the prevailing legal limits. It reduced a defendant's sentence to 10 years and a rupees 5,000 fine, overturning a 20-year jail term under IPC Section 376-3. Citing Article 20 of the Constitution, the court ruled penalties must align with laws at the offence time. The amendment imposing 20 years imprisonment for sexual assault on victims aged 16 to 20 applied from April 21, 2018. Up next, Bengaluru's Namayatri app, launched to compete with Ola and Uber, plans to charge drivers subscription fees from September. They can opt for Rs 25 for unlimited rides or Rs 3.5 per ride, free after 10 rides. The app was initiated by the Auto Rickshaw Drivers Union amid disputes between authorities and Ola and Uber over high charges. The subscription fee supports app maintenance, expenses and customer care. Now on to other news. A Bengaluru resident, Shanmugam A, developed a digital auto rickshaw meter to compute individual fares during shared rides with strangers. Despite the absence of widespread shared auto rickshaw services, his innovation encountered legal obstacles due to city regulations. Shanmugam's device, created with his software engineer daughter's help, found interest from the Auto Rickshaw Drivers Union and discussions at a BPAC meeting. Moving on, robotic knee replacement surgery advocated by Bengaluru City doctors outperforms traditional methods. Doctors at Manipal Hospital's Old Airport Road highlighted its precision, enabling accurate navigation of complex anatomy, superior leg alignment and better knee tissue balance. Minimally invasive robotic techniques reduce tissue damage, leading to lower infection risks and quicker recovery. This allows rapid mobilization and a more natural knee feel. Patients can usually resume normal activities within three weeks. Meanwhile, in response to the demand for pre-primary admissions, Samagra Shikshana Karnataka will introduce pre-primary classes in 262 government schools across the state. While this academic year started in June, SSK directed local officials to begin pre-primary classes in September. SSK authorized 262 new schools in various districts due to demand, with classes starting from lower kindergarten this year for children aged 4 to 5. Each classroom accommodates 20 to 30 students. On a different note, Comic-Con India, the nation's premier pop culture event, is set to launch its highly anticipated 11th edition in Bengaluru. Scheduled from November 17th to 19th at KTPO Trade Centre, Whitefield, the three-day celebration offers tickets and exclusive passes 
with exciting surprises for super fans. This year's edition promises an immersive experience featuring comics, movies, TV shows, artist alleys and industry insider panels. National News Moving on to the national news, the Vikram lander module of Chandrayaan-3 successfully touched down on the moon, establishing India as the fourth country globally to do so. This marked the first successful lunar landing on the South Pole, sparking widespread anticipation and excitement. The ISRO meticulously analyzed contingencies, rectified past mission errors and strengthened both hardware and software, incorporating simulations and backup plans. Amidst cheers, ISRO Chairman S. Somanath notified PM Narendra Modi, who observed the event in a live stream from South Africa of the soft landing. Meanwhile, during the BRICS summit in Johannesburg, Prime Minister Narendra Modi and South African President Cyril Ramaphosa held talks to enhance bilateral relations and cooperation on multilateral platforms. They commended progress in diverse areas such as defence, trade, agriculture and people-to-people connections. Ramaphosa expressed support for India's G20 presidency and acknowledged India's move to grant the African Union full membership. In more news to address caste representation concerns ahead of Madhya Pradesh's upcoming polls, CM Shivraj Singh Chauhan is anticipated to introduce four new ministers. This move aims to balance the representation of upper caste and other backward-class leaders, possibly resulting in some ministers being replaced. A cabinet reshuffle is speculated to counter anti-incumbency as BJP seeks to regain seats lost in previous elections. Shifting our focus, the Indian Institute of Technology Madras IITM, and UAE's Khalifa University researchers have innovated an electro-hydrodynamics approach to enhance heat management in compact electronic devices, particularly for space applications. Their method, detailed in applied thermal engineering, employs the Onsager-Wien effect to induce vortices, boosting heat transfer in mini-channel heat exchangers. These findings address the heat challenges posed by miniaturized electronics vital for space missions and high-performance processors. In a general weather update for the country, the India Meteorological Department issued an orange alert for heavy rain in Himachal Pradesh and a flash flood warning in nine districts Shimla, Sirmor, Kangra, Chamba, Mandi, Hamirpur, Solan, Bilaspur and Kulu. Bilaspur received 181 mm of rainfall, Berthin 160 mm, Shimla 132 mm and other regions experienced heavy rainfall. Ongoing heavy rains prompted a two-day closure of schools and colleges in Shimla, Mandi and Solan districts. International news. Turning our attention to international news, Chinese President Xi Jinping's absence at the BRICS Business Forum meeting in Johannesburg despite being in South Africa, raised eyebrows. China's Commerce Minister Wang Wentao spoke on Xi's behalf, criticizing a country focused on hegemony that hampers emerging markets. The comments indirectly aimed at the US, emphasizing each nation's right to development and people's freedom for a better life. In ongoing news, a witness in former US President Donald Trump's case, referred to as Trump Employee 4, has altered his testimony to avoid perjury charges and changed lawyers, according to prosecutors. The witness, identified as Yusil Taveras, is the IT director at Mar-a-Lago. He provided details about attempts to delete security footage. He initially denied contacts regarding the footage but changed after receiving a target letter post-Trump's indictment realizing his lawyer had a potential conflict of interest. In a recent development, Russian President Vladimir Putin has raised concerns over escalating inflationary risks in the country's economy. He urged the government and central bank to manage the situation to prevent eroding living standards. 
as he readies for a potential re-election bid in March 2024, Putin highlighted the threat of surging prices on citizens' well-being. Amid the Ukraine conflict, Russia's budget strains prompted a recent interest rate hike. In some other news, Hong Kong announced the immediate activation of import controls on Japanese seafood in strong opposition to Japan's release of treated radioactive water from the Fukushima nuclear plant. Japan plans to discharge over a million tons of water, asserting its safety for cooling reactors damaged in a 2011 tsunami. Hong Kong, Japan's second-largest market, faces restaurant challenges with up to 40% anticipated losses due to added meat. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. Engineering firm Bharat Heavy Electricals Limited has achieved a significant milestone by producing indigenous SCR catalysts to limit NOx emissions from thermal power plants. Previously imported, these selective catalyst reactors, SCR, now align with India's Make in India initiative. The first batch manufactured at BHEL's Bengaluru unit will be used in the 5 into 800 MW Yadadri thermal power station in Telangana. In more business news, Xiaomi Corp has secured China's state planner's approval for electric vehicle production, a significant stride towards its aim to manufacture cars by early next year. The National Development and Reform Commission granted EV manufacturing permission to Xiaomi, making it the fourth such venture since 2017. The approval accelerates Xiaomi's EV mass production goal, but the venture requires Ministry of Industry and Information clearance for technical and safety assessments. Next up, in some tech news, tech giant Apple is reportedly planning to ramp up domestic component manufacturing in India, as revealed in a meeting with top finance ministry officials. The company seeks to increase its local component base, aiming for greater indigenization and supply chain understanding. While the government is reportedly disinclined to offer tax incentives, Apple's interest aligns with its goal to diversify manufacturing beyond China. Moving on, Glenmark Pharmaceuticals' U.S. subsidiary has settled its court proceedings with the U.S. Department of Justice Antitrust Division (DOJ) related to pravastatin pricing. The company will pay $30 million in six installments, adhering to a three-year deferred prosecution agreement. Upon compliance, the DOJ will dismiss the indictment. Teva Pharmaceutical Industries also agreed to a $225 million settlement. In market news for August 24th, the Sensex surged by 258.87 points or 0.40%, reaching 65,478.90, while the Nifty rose by 59.80 points or 0.31%, reaching 19,456.30. Among the traded shares, 1,897 advanced, 1,254 declined and 97 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee gained strength supported by inflows from IPOs and a positive sentiment in the domestic markets. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Sunny Deol's Gadar 2 has achieved a remarkable milestone, surpassing 400 crore rupees at the domestic box office. It now stands as a sole member of the 400 rupee crore club, trailing only Shah Rukh Khan's Patan and SS Rajamali's Bahubali 2. The upcoming release of Ayushman Khurana's Dream Girl 2 will be Gadar 2's only new competition as it releases on August 25th. In news from Hollywood, during an event at the 92nd Street Y in New York City recently, Drew Barrymore had an unexpected encounter with an alleged stalker. The 48-year-old actress and talk show host was approached by a man named Chad Michael Bustow, who shouted her name and claimed to need to see her while she was in the city. Startled, Drew was swiftly escorted off stage by a bodyguard. 
Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Vijay Devrakonda is busy promoting the romantic drama Khushi, directed by Shiva Nirvana and starring Samantha Ruth Prabhu. The film is set to release on September 1st. During a recent event when questioned negatively about Chiranjeevi and Rajnikanth, the actor responded firmly, stating that superstars like them transcend hits and flops. He emphasized the importance of respecting senior actors and their contributions. Spooler Sports In sports news, PV Sindhu's struggles continued as she exited the World Championships. However, HS Pranoy and Lakshya Sen shone in the men's singles, advancing to the third round. Sindhu, India's most successful athlete in the event with five medals, suffered a 14-21-14-21 defeat against Japan's Nozomi Okuhara. In men's singles, Pranoy dominated with a 21-9-21-14 victory over Chiko Oradwi Wardoyo. In more sports updates, former opener Gautam Gambhir emphasized that India should select World Cup players based on their current form and game-changing abilities rather than favoring any specific front-runners for positions. As India prepares for the Asia Cup and a series against Australia before the ODI World Cup, Gambhir stressed that prioritizing winning the tournament is vital. Injured players KL Rahul and Shreyas Iyer have made the 17-man Asia Cup squad along with rookie Tilak Verma. Wrapping up sports news, Manchester City's manager Pep Guardiola underwent emergency surgery due to a back issue, causing him to be absent from the team for approximately a month. Guardiola's operation in Barcelona was successful, with his assistant Juan Malilo temporarily taking charge. Guardiola is anticipated to resume duties after the upcoming international break. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Attention pet lovers and yoga enthusiasts get ready for an incredible event brought to you by Pogya join an adorable puppy yoga session that's tail waggingly fun happening at Go Native HSR layout mark your calendars for August 26th at 12:30 p.m. catch popular comic Anubhav Singh Bassi as he headlines his latest stand up special in the city Kisiko Batana Mat performing live at the prestige Sri Hari Kode Center for performing arts on the 26th of August at 7 p.m. Join a delightful wine tasting event featuring five exquisite wines straight from the vineyards of Europe happening at Araku Coffee in Indranagar on the 26th of August between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Get ready to dance the night away this weekend. Royal Enfield's Cram Fest is back with an amazing lineup of artists including Brother V, Shiva Manvi, all set to rock the stage, happening on the 26th of August from 7:30 p.m. onwards at Jai Mahal Palace. Enjoy this incredible evening. You can also catch the insanely funny Gurleen Pannu in her latest special Pannu Yar performing live at the WL Superclub HSR layout on the 27th of August at 5:30 p.m. Bengaluru weather. And finally the weather in Bengaluru. On August 24th the city will see partial cloud cover in the sky. The temperature range is expected to be from a warm maximum of 32 degrees Celsius to a comfortable minimum of 20 degrees Celsius. The calculated maximum heat index is a hot 36 degrees Celsius accounting for humidity's effect on air temperature. Keep in mind that direct sunlight exposure can raise the heat index by up to 8 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. 
Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast Skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.